I'm glad you've joined us this morning. We're starting a new series in the book of Acts. And the reason being is because it is a continuation of the disciples' journey after the resurrection. And it talks about the foundation of the New Testament church, about the New Testament itself, and about Jesus, the Holy Spirit's advent, our coming into the world, His empowerment. It's just so much there. Well, join me with the first chapter of Acts, verses 1 through 5. The Bible says, in my former book, in my former book, we believe that the author of Acts was Luke. Now, the interesting thing is, is that as Luke ended uh, his gospel message to us, at the very end of the gospel of Luke, we see where Jesus has ascended into heaven, and it says that the apostles were praising God in Jerusalem and staying continuously in the temple, praising the Lord. Well, now Luke begins the pilgrimage, the journey for the next 30 years of these apostles and all that the resurrection meant in their daily walk with the Lord. In my former book, Theophilus, Theophilus Greek means friend or lover of God, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After he, his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs, infallible proofs, that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Well, there are three things that I want you to, to hear clearly about these five verses, and it talks about the absolute foundation of the New Testament church. First of all, we see in the resurrection the presence of God, the presence of God. He showed himself alive to the apostles after many infallible or convincing proofs. You see, the Bible tells us that in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 through 8, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised again on the third day according to Scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve, after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, the apostle Paul would write. Those appearances, you see, he showed himself alive after many infallible proofs. There was six weeks after the resurrection that Jesus appeared to his disciples. And it's extremely important that we understand the resurrection is pivotal to everything that we believe, everything that we embrace. Now, we have had several people during this coronavirus go to be with the Lord, and it is frustrating at one point to family, friends, and, and loved ones who have been prevented from seeing them in their last hours. On the other hand, they who have 
trusted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior have the absolute assurance by none other than Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, that they will join Him for eternity and that that joining Him will be in, in a place that is beyond anything that you and I can even comprehend with our limited, finite human understanding. Jesus appeared to the disciples, to the apostles, to more than 500. Mark 16, 14 says, Later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Luke 24, verses 36 through 43. Say, while they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they had seen a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. John 20, verse 19 through 20 says, On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. John 20, verses 26 through 29 talks about Thomas not having been there a week earlier. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. John 21, verses 1 through 23, in part, talking about Jesus appearing on the shore at the Sea of Galilee to the apostles as they were out fishing. The Bible says, afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish. Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize it was Jesus. Of course, shortly thereafter, they recognized it. Peter jumped out of the boat and swam to shore. The rest rowed. But here we are. He showed himself alive on the first Sunday evening. He showed himself alive on the second Sunday evening. He showed himself alive at the Sea of Tiberias or the Sea of Galilee. He showed himself alive on the mountain of Galilee to the disciples in Jerusalem and on Olivet. And Luke says here that Jesus showed himself alive over a period of 40 days, showing himself alive after many infallible proofs. Wow. You think about that and... It is irrefutable because of the apostles' willingness to risk their lives, as they all did. All of them died as martyrs, except for John, who died 
as a martyr on the Isle of Patmos, and as the, it, had it been a hoax or some kind of a fluke, someone would have cracked during that period of time. But during this six-week period of time, Jesus showed himself alive. Interestingly enough, just on a little side comment, do you wonder why Jesus only appeared to the believers? You see, Jesus is not like me at all. If I had been resurrected from the dead, I'm telling you, I would have gone to Pilate. I said, hey, look at here. I would have gone to the Jewish leaders. I would have gone to the Sanhedrin. I would have proven myself alive to them. But you see, it wasn't them that was going to carry the message into the world. He had to present himself alive after many infallible proofs to the disciples, to the apostles, to those who were going to be carrying this good news of Jesus Christ to all the world. They had to be absolutely convinced without a shadow of a doubt whatsoever in order to carry this good news into the world. Now, when he showed himself alive, there are three areas that I think is kind of interesting. First of all, the Bible says that he appeared to them, verse 3, over a period of 40 days, but he appeared to them. That word appeared in the Greek is the word for seeing, ophthalmia. It's the, literally the word for the eyeball. In our vernacular, in our language today, we would say, they eyeballed him over a period of four day, 40 days. They recognized it was him. They saw him. It was absolute evidence that Jesus was there. Secondly, he, the Bible says he spoke to them about the kingdom of God. He spoke to them. They saw him and he spoke to them. Very important that his message was the same and that they were gathered in groups in many cases, sometimes as individuals, but he spoke to them. And as they got together after the ascension into heaven, they all recognized the same words that were spoken to one individual or one group was the same words that were spoken to the others. He spoke to them. And then thirdly, notice he ate with them. It's kind of interesting when you look at John 20, Luke 24, and you recognize that right after the resurrection, the disciples were all huddled together, the Bible says, behind locked doors for fear of the Jews, and I'm sure fear of the Roman soldiers as well. So there they were in a locked door, and Luke 24 says, Jesus appeared to them. People are always asking me, what kind of bodies are we going to have? Well, in Luke 24, we, we're going to have bodies like Jesus that are not going to be confined by physical walls. You see, in our own thinking, we have a hard time understanding that because like the disciples at that day, we assume it was a ghost. It was some kind of a spirit that appeared to them. But in this particular situation, it was no spirit at all. In fact, Jesus, what did he say to them? A ghost does not have flesh and bones, he said. So you're going to be with substance. You're going to be able to feel one another. You're going to be able to recognize that we have that substance. I cannot explain it to you because I'm not the creator of the universe. But one day, you'll not only have that body that Jesus had at that particular time that's not confined like our human bodies are, not 
and it has no disease or bacterial uh, infestation to it at all. We're going to have these bodies. And Jesus says, what are you eating? And so they said in Luke 24, they had some broiled fish. Jesus says, give it to me. Now, he ate with them. Had he been a ghost, the food would have fallen to the floor, would it not? But it didn't. It remained in his physical body that had been resurrected. And you see here in this scripture on one occasion while he was eating with them. You know, a number of people have also asked me, are we going to be able to eat in heaven? Well, Jesus ate with the disciples. It looks like we're going to be able to. And I know food's a big deal to some of us. And so could it be heaven without food? I don't know. Probably a huge potluck. You know, do you think the Feast of the Lamb one day is going to be? No, it's not going to be a potluck. It's going to be different than that. But here's your three. He appeared to them, he spoke to them, and he ate with them. So the resurrection demonstrated his presence. Secondly, the resurrection uh, demonstrated his position. Verse 3 says he spoke to them about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not of this world. Jesus said in John 18, verse 36, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent any arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. You see, if his kingdom was only in this world, it would be confined to where he was or where his disciples were. But his kingdom is in the hearts of men. And one day his kingdom will be established during that millennial period. One day Jesus will have his kingdom, but right now it's established in the hearts of men. Remind you, I want to remind you that the disciples were expecting, along with everybody else who had Jewish lineage, to see the Messiah come and reestablish the throne of David, to reestablish the nation of Israel as a prominent nation, to reestablish the throne of David meant to eliminate the Roman soldiers from their area. And, and there would be a theocracy, a, a, a nation that would be run by God and God alone. And so Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. You're barking up the wrong tree by expecting it to be a political savior. He's not a political savior. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He reigns in the hearts of men and women who have trusted in him as their personal Lord and Savior. And that, that faith in them, in him, will propel us to understand that we are part of a greater kingdom that can never be destroyed. You see how kingdoms have risen and fallen over the years. The rise and fall of the Roman Empire, the rise and fall of uh, Mesopotamia area, of the Byzantine period, and so on and so forth. So many kings, Egyptian pharaohs, etc., have come across the landscape of planet Earth. And they are gone. Where are they? But the kingdom of God began with the resurrection of Jesus and continues to this day and continues to expand. There's no geographical uh, place where you can find Jesus reigning only there. There is He is worldwide. He's universal. He's the King of Kings 
He's the Lord of Lords. So his position, it concerns our relationship to Jesus as King of Kings. We are his servants. We are his subjects. We are part of his kingdom who are believers in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. The reign of God and his sovereignty over them is what Jesus is talking about. No other political power has ultimate control over us. No other power in the world, and this is good news to people that are under autocratic empires. This is good news to you and me because our fortunes are not found in Washington. They were found in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem, in Nazareth. And so they are found with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So not only does he have presence in our life, but he has position. And then thirdly and finally, he has the power, the power of the Holy Spirit. He says on one occasion when he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem. Tarry in Jerusalem, King James Version would say. Wait for the gift my father promised which you have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. What did John the Baptist say to the people that came to him to be baptized? He said, one is coming that will baptize you with fire and with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is referring back to that prophetic statement recognizing the fact that in the Old Testament times, prior to the birth of the New Testament church, in the Old Testament times, the Holy Spirit would be given and rescinded as God saw necessary. But in the New Testament, in this new church, the Holy Spirit would be given to every believer who believes, and that Spirit would not be rescinded. He would come within us, Chapters 14, 15, and 16 of John talk about the work, the person of the Holy Spirit. He would be given to us. He will reside with us, and he will be in us. He remains in us. He's not rescinded by the Father. He remains in us until we join him for all eternity. And so Jesus is saying this Holy Spirit. Now, think about it. Had Jesus been given the opportunity by the Father to be resurrected and to create his kingdom in Israel, to restore the throne of David in Jerusalem, to restore the nation of Israel. His influence would have been extremely limited, very local, and it would be a kingdom that, you know, would come and go perhaps. Of course, not with Jesus at the helm. It would be strong. But the Holy Spirit, one of the three in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was given to us so that his presence could be experienced, felt anywhere in the world, then, today, and always. The Holy Spirit is throughout the world. Jesus would have been limited to his presence being a physical presence, but through the Holy Spirit being spiritual, he, his influence and the Father's influence is spread throughout this world. And so Jesus said, wait for this uh, gift that my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. John baptized with water, 
but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. In this world of striving, we must learn to wait. Isaiah 40 verse 13 says, Who has understood the mind of the Lord or instructed him as his counselor? You see, baptism by fire meant that John could not discern the validity of a person's faith, but God will separate the wheat, the believer, from the chaff, the unbeliever. And so we have this. We have in Jesus Christ his presence. We have his position. We have his power given to us through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus spoke these words as he was eating with them in a casual experience. Well, Luke outlines the next 30 years, and it's a good thing because if you went from John to Romans, you would wonder, how did the gospel get to Rome? Luke is going to help us see all along the way the way the Lord Jesus Christ worked in and through the lives of believers and unbelievers alike. And it's going to be a great experience. Now, my prayer to you, you've seen this connection uh, that we have on our screen. My prayer to you that is you have not trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Know the resurrected Savior that we serve, the resurrected power of Jesus Christ that, that we experience. We want you to know him, the power of his resurrection. We also pray that if you have trusted Jesus Christ or maybe you've done it in your living room over the past few weeks or even this morning, please give us a call. Let us know how we can help you, get you any kind of information that you might need. We'll be glad to do that. Then finally, just know. Know that we're here for you. There are some of you that are looking for church homes. We've got a great place for you right here in Sun City Center. Some of you are looking for a good fellowship among other believers. We've got that. We are a fine church family that's here for you. But above all things, we pray that you'll draw closer to Jesus Christ today and in the days yet to come. And if we can be of any assistance, please do not hesitate to give us a call. Let's pray. Our most gracious Father, we praise you for who you are and we thank you so much for these who are listening to this message. May you be honored above all things. Father, those decisions that are being made, uh, may they just open their hearts and minds to you. Ask you to come into their lives, to forgive their sin, to make them whole, to honor you, Lord, above all things. We ask this in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And I just pray that above all things that you'll have a blessed day in the Lord. Blessings.